Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. We're so excited to talk all things NAE convention with our good friend, Elisa Smith, uh, who's the new CEO of NAE. So congratulations Thank on a, a much deserved promotion. Oh, we're excited for you. Um, and I feel like the day that it was announced, ag teachers across the nation were, were cheering you on. So um, we're really glad to see you in that role. But that being said, we're going to let you introduce yourself sure. and tell us a little bit about your, your new title and your responsibilities in that role. Sure. And thank you, Nikki and Brianna. Um, I am a former agriculture teacher. So to be able to be in this position now is just really amazing. So um, I want to continue that uh, tradition of always thinking back about what's happening in the ag in the ag classroom and what we can do for teachers in the ag classroom. And with that being said, as you said, I'm the, the new chief executive officer here at National Association of Agriculture Educators. Um, that is a handful to say a mouthful, maybe not a handful, um, but uh, we refer to it as NAAE. And um, I was hired in October 1st of this year um, uh, but prior to that, as you said, um, I did have a role here at NAAE for the last 14 years. I um, served as the exo associate executive director and um, was able to, to be able to secure uh, the new position as a CEO. So I'm really excited about um, what our organization is going to be working towards here in the next year to 15 to 20 years. Awesome. Like Nikki said, we're so excited to see you in that role and, and know you're going to do some really awesome things for ag teachers and the organization. Um, Nikki and I are both attending the national um, conference for NAAE. Nikki is facilitating um, Teacher Here in the Key, which I know she's really excited about, and I am an Ideas Unlimited winner. Um, so both of us are really excited to be, you know, able to still attend the conference, even though we both wanted to go to Nashville. We were looking forward to that. But um, what can those of us that maybe are registered or maybe some of, some of the listeners that aren't registered yet, what can they expect from the conference this year? Sure. And I think we all probably wanted to be in Nashville this December. But as you know, in the middle of a pandemic, um, we, we are changing and moving and doing new things. And so we've really worked to take our convention, which is the premier in-personal professional development event for ag educators. I mean, there is no other event that is national for ag, um, ag educators that is for professional development. So we have made that into, as you said, a virtual NAA convention. And we're really still provided, um, committed to providing the foundations of the convention, which is recognizing our award winners, providing great professional development, and offering opportunities for ag teachers to network. And that will always be our cornerstone of our um, convention. So 
to flip that into virtual has been a exciting challenge. We talk about here that um, this is probably our opportunity to really step back and look at NAA convention and see how that there's going to be some things even in the future once we go back to in-person events that we'll change those to have um, some other exciting components, maybe virtual as well. So what can you expect to, at the virtual convention is going to be very much um, set up similar to what you would see at our in-person convention. Um, there is a, a specific platform you will log into to be a part of the convention. Um, of course, you're going to enter into a lobby that's virtual. Um, and then you'll have an auditorium just like we would have our general session auditorium that's virtual that you can go into. Um, we'll have our general sessions will be um, each night. So just as we have general sessions and do our business meeting, um, we'll have those each night from six to seven p.m. Eastern. And I will say that all of the times that I'm uh, mentioning here during this podcast will be Eastern times just for, for everybody across the nation to, to reference. And so we'll have those general sessions just as we normally do. Um, our NAA board is working hard to make sure that um, we have authentic sessions that general sessions that all ag teachers can take away um, something from. We will have our ag ed division business session. And Mr. Scott Stone, who is our Ag Ed Division um, VP, will be running that session just as we always do. Uh, we'll be honoring award winners, which we know is a big part of that. And we can't wait to honor you. Um, and that'll be fun. Uh, and so during the actual sessions, we'll do smaller, because if you think about our in-person session, we're looking at a 90-minute uh, general session. These sessions will be about 50 minutes. So we do have to you know, maneuver some things around and, and really be a little bit more snappy than we have been in the past. Um, but um, so those general sessions will be each night with recognition of members and recognition of our state associations that have won membership awards. Um, we'll handle the business of the organization, which one of the huge business that we're, we're really um, looking forward to each year is um, uh, electing our new president-elect. So we'll do that as well this year. And um, I probably could go on a tangent on that. Um, but we will, as you guys most know, um, we do normally vote in person on Saturday morning. This year we will be doing an electronic ballot. And so for those states out there that have state delegates, um, they are uh, registering their state delegates and making sure that we have those electronic ballots due by 3 p.m. on Friday. I just want to get that out. 3 p.m. Eastern on Friday. We want to make sure that all of our delegates' voices are held. Um, um, heard and we don't want to have to do a recount either so we don't want to get into that situation um, but yeah we'll have our our business sessions and then of course you know as I talked about you know our foundation of our convention is our professional development uh, when I began as so associate executive director 14 years ago we had about 10 to 20 uh, professional development sessions at NAA convention last year we had over 80 we um, send out over 4,000 hours, professional development credit hours a year. So our, our convention has really grown 
to be a professional development convention. That's one of the things that has been my goal here at NAA is to really to put that convention on the map as a PD convention. And we're going to bring that right to the virtual NAA convention too as well. Um, you know, we have uh, right at 60 sessions and then that are ag-ed specific. And then we have about 300 because when you, um, 300 ACT sessions that you can attend because when you register for NAA convention at our rate, you are also registered for the ACT convention. So you'll get right at about 360 to 70 um, opportunities to attend professional development. So we'll have that professional development component that is, you know, standard. Um, so those two things are, you know, definitely very similar to what we've done in the past, um, just in a new format. And then when we look at, we will have our regional meetings, just as we have done. They will be virtual, obviously. Um, we'll have our cohorts, which um, when we talk about our cohort professional developments, we're talking about our teacher turn the key, who Nikki will be working with this year, and we're excited to have her on board. And our accelerate and our fast cohorts will be going on the whole week. So. It'll have a different feel to it um, because it will be virtual, but we also have tried to keep all the main components. Uh, we, we have instituted this year that'll be a little bit different than normal. On Friday, we have our um, organizational business partners and reception, um, but this year we're doing what we're calling a partners and program hall. And it'll be open all week, 24 hours um, a day, all week long to where individuals can go in and um, check out our sponsors and see what they have. And we have another component of it to where if you're not really sure, say you're a, a fast participant or a teacher turn the key, or this is your first time attending an NAA event, you can go in there and check out the different NAA um, specific professional developments, or you can check out about our virtual book club, or you can um, look at what our president-elect's candidates are. So um, we're hoping that's something that will continue in the future, but a great way for those newbies that maybe aren't as familiar with NAA can see all the different things that they can be a part of. And I know that I probably ran on way too long there, but but um, I feel like overall that if, um, you know, uh, NAA member, if you've been to convention before and you see our schedule, it will look familiar to you, but, but it'll be in a different format. It, you know, it obviously it'll be provided to you virtually instead of in person. So we try to keep those cornerstones embedded in what we're doing virtually or in person. I know for me personally, and Brianna and Ag Teachers listening, when we heard that it went virtual, we were just like our kids with National Convention. Like we were sad because, you know, in in our world, this is the time that we get to see our friends. Absolutely. And yeah. Our Absolutely. kids, <laughs> our kids are blown away that like, well, the English teacher doesn't know English teachers from across the nation, but Ag Teachers do. And so... Um, for us, it's just a good time to get together and, and be with your people. But um, you guys have obviously, uh, it's clear, um, you know, taken this pandemic uh, head on and you're still going to provide something that's worthwhile for ag teachers when you could have thrown your hands up and done the bare minimum. So um, good job to you guys. Uh, it makes me excited to still participate. 
Uh, you talked briefly about the hours, but uh, this year, <clears throat> excuse me, it looks a little different. Mm -hmm. We have something starting in November, which is like early November. So you got yeah. some um, committee discussion forums that people can participate in, Accelerate and Teacher Turn the Key and FAST all have like a kickoff on the 19th. Yeah. Um, so kind of leading up to convention, there's some new things, but you mentioned a ton about professional development. Um, are there sessions that are live and on demand and how does that look um, with this conference this year? Sure. And, and just to address, you know, we are starting a little earlier just because we're five days and we're trying to do it a little bit later in the day so that we can catch our Pacific time people don't have to get up at 5 a.m. To, to participate. And um, just so those teachers that maybe can't get out of class um, could maybe take an hour off in the afternoon and get a sub or whatever so they can still participate. So we have moved um, our committee meetings to earlier. Those are, they're actually forums. So um, when we changed the new, co the committee process about five years ago, one of the things that we changed is that in the Belay Convention, we would spend time talking about what each committee is doing that year, talk about the goals, what they've been doing, and kind of set the strategic um, initiatives for the next year. So those are actually happening earlier this year, and we see this as a good thing because um, you know, anybody can attend those, whereas on um, during convention, you could only attend one because they were all happening at the same time. So these are happening different days during the night and you can attend. So a member that's interested in professional development, they can attend the professional development one, they can attend the uh, strategic planning one, whatever, um, whatever is of interest to them. And then we have also, as you said, those cohorts kicking off a little bit earlier um, just to kind of get them ready for the week because, um, you know, virtual is a lot different than uh, just walking into the room and sitting down and, and it being a, a professional development from all day long. So we're using those kickoffs to kind of get them ready. So, you know, that is a different component. Those are all through Zoom. And so those are all live. Um, but when we look at our actual platform for NAA convention, our uh, professional development will be housed within the platform. Um, and it's, you, you know, once you register, um, you know, ACT will be making contact with you on how you access the platform. It's usually sent out a couple days, probably around Thanksgiving, right before Thanksgiving, you'll get an email about know before you go, and that'll have that link to where you can actually access the platform and log in. And once you get in that platform, that's where you're going to see that the workshops look a little different. Um, we have our on-demand workshops, which are pre-recorded 30-minute sessions. And so in the virtual world, professional development is a little bit shorter. Um, it's sweeter and to the point. So you'll see those 30-minute recorded sessions. Those are available when you log in on Monday. They're available anytime all week long, whether it's 2 in the morning or 1 in the afternoon. So those on-demand sessions are available at all times, 30-minute sessions. Then we have some live um, professional development that is, you know, they're ranging about 50 minutes and they will be uh, presented during the actual time 
that's slotted for that. So if it's 1.30 to 2.20 on Tuesday, that's when you can go to the live session. It's a little bit longer. And you also have the opportunity to interact through chat with the, um, with the presenter, which is different from your pre-recorded sessions. Now, say um, you missed that live session, within 24 hours, that live session has been recorded and it's gonna pop onto the site. So you have access at, uh, to that at any time. So if, um, you know, one of the things that we talk about, you know, um, the, the difference is when you leave NAA convention, you, you only were able to access so many professional development workshops. In this case, with the virtual component, up to 365 days, you'll be able to access the professional development. So if you can't attend one that's live that time, and there's another one that's going on at the same time, it'll be recorded and up on the, the platform within the next 24 hours. So it gives us a great opportunity to access more professional development. So those online, or excuse me, uh, on-demand and live, workshops are, are very different, but in the end, um, once Friday is over with, you'll have access to all live, all on demand for 365 days from the last day of convention. So I think that's really, if, if you're sitting on the fence right now saying, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna get from uh, attending in the Blade convention, to me, that's, that's well worth it because um, as, as long as you can um, remember your login or, or whatever it is to get into the platform, you have access to them uh, for the next year. So, you know, your principal says you need two more hours PD, guess what? I'm gonna jump onto the platform. I'm gonna find something that's, you know, relative to what I need to do in my professional growth. I'm gonna be able to interact and, and attend that session and get a professional development credit from our organization, the NAAE. So I, I think those, those two sessions have different roles, but in the end, you have access to all of them. Yeah, that's awesome. I know like in the past, I've always gotten together with the North Dakota attendees and we're always looking at the schedule and I'm gonna to go to this yeah. one and you go to that one and like, reconvene and share because there's so many good ones and now now you don't have to pick and choose you know no. and you can you can look at the docket and say well I really need agri-science help and here's a workshop on agri-science fair I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one first because I have that coming up in a couple of weeks so you get to tailor it to your needs currently um, which is great cool. The great thing about the platform is um, every workshop and every event will be tagged. And so if you go in and you attend an agri-science workshop, um, it you know creates a um, more workshops to attend that are agri-science. So you know you don't That's have cool. to hunt and, and seek those out. It's already it's like online shopping. Yeah, you might also that. like this. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, you talk about something and then you open up Facebook and there's an ad for it. It's yeah. not that bad, but, um, <laughs> but we are excited to have that opportunity to really kind of put our workshops in a, an area where we can tag them in, whether it's agri science or ag teacher wellness or whatever it may be. And, mm -hmm. and our teachers can easily access those and, and find them without hunting for days. So I love that. Um, remember those listening all going to be on one platform. 
365 day access. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's move on. Let's talk about our award winners and recognition. Yeah, That's always a great part of an, a convention. So how, uh, how are, how are we recognizing these deserving individuals? Sure. And they are very deserving. Uh, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity as a teacher to stand on that stage and, um, and also in my position to, to cheer very loudly for some great ag teachers across the nation. So one of the things when we started looking at what NAA convention would look like, that was one of the things that kind of tore at my heart. Like, it's been a tough year. We want to make sure our ag teachers still feel like they're being recognized. And so um, this year at, at NAA convention, obviously it's gonna look a little different. You're not gonna be able to walk across stage, but we have um, in each general session, there's going to be a, um, a small recognition uh, video for each um, award area. And along with that though, on demand, anytime during um, the, the year or you know the week, you can go in and watch the really detailed specific videos that talk about all six award winners and, and why they won the award. So at any time you can go in and, and look at those videos. I think one of the things though that we really, you know, as a staff we talked about was, you know, bringing this down, recognition down to the local level. And um, that's one of the things that I see us continuing to do in the future. And this year, you know, you'll get your award box that'll be filled with all kinds of goodies and your plaque and all of that. Um, but also we're making uh, more of a, uh, you know, intent to, to recognize you on the local level, working with admin. Um, and this year we asked our award winners and, and I'm sure, um, Brianna, you, you probably remember where we asked what your admins uh, email was. And so we're contacting admins and trying to get them in on the celebration. So hopefully some of those administrators, um, even in the digital, virtual, um, AB, modified, semi-live, whatever it may be. All the um, things. All, all of the above, depends on what you call it, um, experience that they'll be able to understand and see how awesome of an ag teacher they have just down the hallway or maybe, you know, virtually teaching at home. So that's one of the things that was very important to us to make sure that we bring that recognition, not only on our national platform with your peers, but down to the local level so that people in your building see how awesome our ag teachers are. Um, and then of course, the great thing is, yes, you missed this year, but uh, we decided, um, thankfully through the National FFA Foundation, they said, yes, we wanna honor teachers in the way that they normally get honored. And so they said, bring them next year. So um, that was one of the things. How we to awesome is that? Yeah, I mean, our, our um, partnership with National FFA and National FFA Foundation is so, um, so strong. Uh, Mark Peschel there is a huge supporter of agriculture educators. And, and I'm so thankful for that relationship because he understands that, um, you know, our, our, our dedication to ag education moves not only 
ag education forward, but FFA forward. So um, that was one of the things we asked them, can we, can we bring them next year? Can we hold over that funding till next year? And it's a tight year. I mean, there's a lot of companies mm -hmm. that are saying, hey, you know, we can't, we can't support at the same level, um, but yet um, they have made that commitment to us to, to support um, awards winners at that level. So we're really excited about what 2021 will look like in bigger and better. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll also be able to recognize, um, you know, our 2020 award winners. We haven't really worked out all the details on that, trying to get through this virtual convention first, but we'll definitely plan something special for them in 2021 in New Orleans. So we're excited to have them um, as well as our 2021 award winners that'll be there. That'll be a really neat thing to, to have several years together um, and uh, a great opportunity for some awesome networking, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Well, Brianna, before you move on, I, I think now is the time to plug. If you don't follow uh, NAAE on Facebook or on Instagram, they've already started uh, highlighting the award winners. Uh, now's the time to start building the hype for the convention. Yep. Uh, Mark has always been a, a huge cheerleader for ag education and ag teachers. He needs your help. Elisa needs your help. Share those posts um, and, and celebrate your friends from across the nation and, and these wonderful educators that are um, not getting celebrated traditionally, but I, I love the traction that this is gonna get in our home states with our administration and our CTE directors um, and our schools because they really need to see the work that is being done. And sometimes we all go to this convention and we come back and we don't celebrate ourselves. We don't celebrate our awards because it just happens behind the scenes. And so now mm -hmm. this year, I hope more of that is in the limelight because these teachers need to be, need to be celebrated and recognized. So. Yeah. Yeah, That's my that is our box. goal. Yeah, I love your soapbox. You know that. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, I will say we're also on Twitter as well. So check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. There's a we're we're in the in the in the middle of recognizing all of our teachers, um, any way we can, and and share that back to your home. Um, if you've got a um, an Instagram or a Facebook page at your local high school your local school district share that on there and don't don't be shy this is this is a wonderful opportunity for um, not only you to um, recognize uh, or you know bring traction uh, to your to yourself but to your ag ed program and your ag program there in your in your community so this is good for your kids too if you're recognized your kids are getting recognized. So I think a lot of times as teachers are like, no, no, I want the, I want the limelight to go to my students. Well, it will, it, it, it'll shine through. It shines very bright and it shines through to, to each student that walks in that classroom. So we've got we've to do our, um, our job um, to make sure that we're recognizing wonderful ag teachers at the local level. And that's one thing, I, like you said, that's, that was one of those aha moments when we were able to just sit back and say, why haven't we been doing this before? And so I see this going through to from now on and, and getting better. So I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> well, and I think that's the one thing that like, 
I don't know the now I wouldn't want to say great thing about COVID but it really makes us like realize a lot of things like why um, National FFA convention wasn't available more virtual options for students who can't make it to convention or the same thing with NAAE or you know some of the things that are local levels too it, it seems like these are things we should have been doing all along and we never thought of them until we were put in the situation where we had to. Right, yeah, I think um, COVID pushed, you know, virtual events um, forward about five or six years. <laughs> um, but it gave us that opportunity to, to sit back and look at it through a different lens. And I think that's what enabled us to come up with new ways to honor teachers or new ways to get to like FFA to get to those students that always can't travel. So I, I see this being very positive for agriculture education and for teachers. So right. And that being said too, I really, you know, by 2021 we have to be able to all get together, right? Mm, yes. Absolutely. I hope we so. are. <laughs> I was I was just telling the story. I was looking on my phone at some um, pictures from a former professional development we did last year, and the smiles on the ag teachers' faces, and they were just hanging out and they were doing their workshop stuff. I mean, it was just like, man, I can't wait to see that again. I can't wait to be able to interact um, because you know, um, being a, a, a extrovert I, I get my energy from from other people so I want to see you find folks again soon yeah definitely um, so kind of like I said with National FFA convention we were really able to engage a lot of our students that um, haven't done a lot in the FFA organization at the mm -hmm. local level and and see them being able to experience national convention um, so kind of comparing that to NAAE convention how can members that maybe haven't been active before be active in the regional meetings, the committee work, and all of the delegate work that'll be happening at, at the convention as well? Absolutely. And, and this does bring a new perspective for just the, the member that maybe can't travel. Um, and, and that's where, you know, a lot of our things happen like in regional meetings and committee meetings, you have to travel to be able to interact in those. And that's one of the reasons why we moved our committee process to where there were several virtual events during the year. So for those members out there that, you know, are, are probably on a smaller budget, but still want to interact, I'd say the, the committee forums would be the first place I would find something that um, interests me. If I was, you know, interested in professional development, I'd go to the professional growth committee. If I'm in, interested in advocacy, I might go to the public policy one. So finding one of those committees and maybe jumping on there and, and there's, they're going to talk about what they've been doing this year. Um, you know, we are always looking for committee members to be a part of the committees. So um, we that starts in January. So we'll be putting out MOUs for those committee members. So that's a great way to get involved right there at the grassroots. We think about a lot of the programs that we have developed over the years. They came from the bottom up. Um, our Accelerate program was something that you know our membership kept saying, we want something for mid-level career teachers. We want something for mid, <laughs> I mean, that's what the chant was. And um, that gave us the opportunity to go to uh, the National FFA Foundation 
and ask for that support and, and eventually um, be able to get that uh, program sponsored to where we could develop the Accelerate program that now is, you know, has over 200 people gone through the program. We've been in, you know, 15 states doing state programs. So all of that, that starts at the local level. So if you want to make a difference, I think one of the, the biggest things you can do is be a part of the committees. And um, also, you know, we have our regional meetings that um, each region will hold on that Monday. Being a part of those regional meetings are a great way to connect with people in your area. Um, there's opportunities for um, regional leadership through those. So um, you don't necessarily have to be a, you don't have to work up from a state officer up if you're interested in regional leadership and, and wanna make a difference on the regional level, you can get involved there and do many things, attend the, the virtual regional meetings that we've had. We had um, our summer regional meetings were virtual. And then of course here at NAA convention, they'll be virtual again, you know, and that also brings to, to the limelight that maybe, you know, what will regional meetings look like in the future? Will there be any virtual components? And I think that's, that's things that we still have to discuss here on how we can make things happen so we can get out to more members. That it's not just about who can travel, but it's about the people that want to be involved and want to make a difference. So um, definitely committees to me, if you're wanting to, to see what's going on with our organization would be a great place to jump in on, um, I guess it's uh, next week, I think. Yeah, next week, <laughs> a lot of those committees are. So coming pretty quick for us. So we're, we're all in, uh, obviously, but I know there's teachers listening and we were just on our state call uh, last night and, you know, somebody said, what, what if we can't take off, you know, what do we do? Uh, and so if there's people on the fence about registering, I guess, what is, what is your advice uh, for those teachers uh, who want to attend, but they're kind of hesitant to do that and why should they participate? Sure. Well, I think, you know, if you're interested in um, attending great professional development and being part of your organization, learning about and um, other ag teachers and networking and growing, I think that's reason enough. But I know a lot of times it's hard to get off school. It's hard to, especially when we're in this situation where we may be teaching from home and or we may just have gotten back into the classroom from being on digital learning for a while. So I, I totally get that. But I also know that our schedule is set up in a way that, you know, um, even our Pacific time people can hit those general sessions and still be a part of those in the um, where it is at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and then the thing is, it, if, if PD and growth are important to you, there's no better place to get that and then in the Blade Convention and having that access to that platform for the next year is going to be really important for you, I think. Um, I just think that is one of the, the biggest selling points of being virtual. Um, and, and you get to take a lot more away from it. Like you said, Nikki, earlier, you would come together with your, your um, other people from your state and you would figure out what you want to attend. You don't have to do that. So you have access to everything. So if you're on the fence right now saying, you know, I don't know if I can get off 
of school or I don't know if I can I can make it work I would definitely definitely look and see you know it's it, if professional growth is important to you and networking is important to you to look at the schedule see how it works into your um, your current teaching schedule and see how you can make that happen the great thing about it is everything is recorded and so even if you miss one that night, you can grab it when it's when it's um, most convenient to you. So and 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 we do have um, an admin admin justification letter that if you need to go to your administration and get some um, time off, we do have a um, form that you can fill out. It's available on our website. And I think you guys are gonna put it in the show notes so that they can link back to that. But that admin letter, um, it just basically talks about why um, you know, your administration should let you attend and you can even personalize that um, for, your, um, for your actual um, school district or whoever you're sending it to. So it's a great opportunity where you don't have to try to fight the good fight. Maybe you can at least slip a little note to your administration and see if they let you attend. You know, and administration, um, they're in a, a bad place and teachers are in a bad place right now um, because, you know, we're having to learn new things every day um, and we're growing but um, I think having this time to really dedicate to per professional growth is really important. I think, um, you know, we had um, a focus on that early in March when teachers uh, went home, March and April. Um, but I think we've got to get back to that and understand that um, to, you know, to have good schools, we got to have great teachers that are able to get out there and um, grow professionally. Uh, we all need that fresh breath of air right now um, to be able to move us forward in this very, um, you know, different time and ever-changing time. So, um, you know, I can't, I, I can't um, say it enough. I just think that having the opportunity to attend um, great professional development that's specific to ag teachers on your timeline is the the best of both worlds you know mm -hmm. so and we've all sat there in a professional development that has nothing to do with ag ed so this is this is all about ag ed this is all about your classroom sae ffa uh it, and it's all on your time uh i you know, I, I had to tell myself what I would have told my kids. You know, if I'm trying to get a kid to apply to it, you know, the the FFA Horizon Conference that's virtual or the Winter Leadership Conference in our state mm -hmm. or what whatever it is for you, I always have kids, well, that's a lot of time or, you know, I have this or I have that. I always tell myself, my kids, like, it's worth your time. Mm -hmm. And so this year, when I was trying to decide what I was going to do, like how this was going to look, I had to remind myself of that because it is worth my time to be there and be in attendance because it is, this year is hard and we're not seeing our state egg teachers to keep us going. We're not seeing our national egg teacher friends to keep us going. You need to make this time. Uh, and it's, and it needs to be, um, it needs to be your priority. Uh, and maybe it's not the whole week, but uh, what, I, what I did is I sat down and I looked at the schedule and I determined when, was I, when am I gonna take two days off? And I'm, my school requires me to take personal time. So two of the three 
personal days I I've chosen to take for this because uh, I need I need it to continue to light my fire. Brianna and I were talking uh, this week about how the burnout we're feeling now is the burnout we tend to feel right before Christmas break and we're nowhere near it. And yes. that's and that is scary. Um, but these are your people. You're going to be learning from other ag teachers who are in the profession, in the trenches. What better what better people to sit and learn from? Uh, that's right personally. So use that admin letter um, and take this time for you. If you can, you know, obviously we all understand that there's barriers. So try, try to, you know, schedule some time when it is those sessions are happening, you know, outside of the school day. Uh, maybe you get some, some teachers in your state that are all registered and you have a watch party of some sessions and bounce those ideas off of each other. Cause that's, that networking is such a huge part of of this convention and it can still happen you just gotta get a little creative That's um right. but yeah i don't know brianna how are you carving out time in your schedule um you're a, you're an award winner so you know this is this is a big deal um how are you making sure that you're present for the convention well, so this year is a little bit more challenging. And as I was planning on obviously attending NAAE conference in person, and now that it's virtual, um, we do not have any subs left. We have teachers out. So we're all in person face to face every day. Um, and we have some teachers out right now. So those subs are already like stretched to the, to the limit. So um, I plan to try to do everything after school. Um, I might try to pick at least one day that maybe I would be able to um, attend it if, if needed. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my plan is just to do it before school, after school on my prep, like whenever I'm able to. I love that the different sessions are available for a year after convention because I think a lot of those sessions I'll probably be watching over um, Christmas break when I have more time to be able to actually sit down and and really get the um, the good stuff from all of the sessions. So is there some networking opportunities that are already like planned in the schedule for a convention for members to participate in? Sure. So one of the biggest networking opportunities will be during your regional meetings. Those are um, key. Um, any Anything that we have on our Zoom platform, um, because we'll have our actual, um, the actual virtual convention platform, but the Zoom platform will um, allow us to have a little bit more networking, break into groups virtually, discuss some topics. One of our things that is new, but it's kind of, it's been around before, um, this year we'll have a state leaders roundtable. And all of that is about the networking um, and, and sharing ideas about, you know, how are we addressing um, ag education in our state in the pandemic and, and how can we learn from each other? So our state leaders roundtable, I believe it's gonna be on Tuesday. Um, that's gonna be um, a good opportunity for some networking. Um, of course, our cohorts, all of those are, are doing networking um, through our Zoom platform. So um, there, it's not the same. It's never gonna be the same as um, hanging out in the lobby and, and talking about that session you just, you just went to. Um, but 
we're doing our best to provide those opportunities for teachers to to network and to be able to see each other and um, you know have those conversations because a lot of times the conversation that's held out in the lobby after the session is just as important as what happened in the session so um, those are the things that I think like you said will take a little bit more effort on parts um, but I like the ideals of how how states um, a lot of our states are talking about you know having that networking afterwards um, you know, they may go to the general session and then they have a 45 minute, 60 minute Zoom afterwards and talk about, you know, what they went to that day and what they saw and and, and what they learned. So, um, you know, networking's gonna be a lot different. I mean, I will, I'm, I'm not gonna sugarcoat that because there's nothing like laughing and, and enjoying each other's company face-to-face, uh, -face. but, um, you know, virtual, for this year will happen, our networking events will happen through our, our Zoom platform that'll be um, available to, you know, there'll be smaller groups, but then there'll be the larger groups through the committees as well. And all those Zoom links will be housed within the platform. Sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So everything's going to be in one spot for you to find. Uh, Zoom links will be there. So if you're interested in attending any of those Zoom meetings, you just go into your platform, click that Zoom link. We're all experts at Zoom now. So, um, yeah. you know, that's another <laughs> another feather in your hat, I guess. Um, but, you know, attend some of those uh, committee meetings that are happening early November and start to meet some of those people. And, uh, you know, there's nothing to say that you can't sit down if we're also going to reference uh, the bios of the two president-elect candidates, yes. uh, Mary Hoffman from Region 3, originally from Minnesota, uh, and Stanley Skurlock, am I saying his last name right? That's right, Skurlock from, from Florida. From Florida, Region 5. Their, their bios are up there. Even if you're not a delegate, go read their bios and then reach out to your state delegates and share who you, you feel um, would make a great president-elect candidate. Um, that networking can be within your state as well. Um, so, you know, the sky's the limit here, my friends. Um, but I wanted to highlight, so the things that you're going to find in the show notes, obviously you can still register. Um, yes. you can register up until the day of, correct? Right. You can register actually throughout the week, you'll be able to register as well. And then after a convention, there'll be, you know, some opportunities to connect with some of the 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 platform as well but you won't get the live sessions so don't be like so, your students people register early okay yeah, they're early be the early bird the early bird gets the worm so. yeah we're also going to include the faqs the admin support letter uh the link to the schedule which they are updating daily daily <laughs> um right now you know elisa and her team are at the office they're packaging materials to send out like your brain has been on this convention well before it's been on ours. So um, that you can find all in the show notes um, for you guys to reference. Uh, and, that, and that schedule will be updated. I know everyone's wanting to know what workshops. So, you know, it's a lot different than just showing up and giving a workshop. You have to actually record and submit stuff. So, um, you know, within the next week, we should have a good idea of some of the workshops. And I think already on our HTMLs, we're highlighting workshops. 
Um, there's, you know, just to give you some thoughts, there's uh, some agri-science workshops, there's, um, uh, you know, virtual um, digital learning workshops, we've got case workshops, we got my local cooperative workshops. Um, we actually have a session that I probably should have mentioned earlier on uh, Thursday that'll be dedicated to, to ag education for all. So there, there's all kinds of different um, opportunities to engage in those different workshops. You may not know the specific title right now, but, but um, there, there are lots of different areas. Ag teacher wellness is gonna be a huge one. Um, it, it can't get any import, more important than it is right now because we have some awesome teachers and we want them to not be burning out before in, in November. We want, we want to be able to support you the best way we can. And so um, hopefully uh, several of these um, Ag Teacher Wellness workshops will be just the key for, for, for a lot of you. May not be for everybody, but I think there's opportunity to, to grow from those workshops as well. So be on the lookout. She'll have the, you guys will have the link on in the show notes to the schedule. And as we update the schedule here in the office, we'll update it on the link. So um, that link will be valid up until the day. So, or the week of whatever. Yeah. So all these surprises, you just got to keep checking that and then more great things are going to pop up. It's like um, Oprah. I'm like, yeah. I'm out like <laughs> you get a new workshop and you get a new workshop. <laughs> I feel like you're better than Oprah. You're the I'm Oprah like of Ag Ed. That's better than CEO. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so those of you listening, uh, if you have questions, feel free to reach out, uh, check out those those links, um, reach out to somebody in your state that's attended uh, before. If you have attended, encourage somebody who hasn't to attend. Um, this is for everybody and together, uh, we're gonna make this a, a, an amazing first virtual NAE convention, hopefully last. I mean, we wanna get together. Um, we want to, yes. I, I'm, I, I am sure that, um, we will have some virtual components oh, yeah. in the future. Um, I think virtual is here to stay, but there is nothing any better than an in-person mm -hmm. professional development conference. And I know ag teachers know that and they want that. And so we're going to do our best to, to make some of those happen in 2021. Um, but of course, we all have to be flexible to know that we don't know what 2021 will look like right now. Um, so this is all just talk I guess right. is what it is but well, that's, we have, that is our goal so you have about two months to uh to re rewrite the end of your book here and yes. uh and attending this convention is definitely going to be a positive uh thing that can roll into 2021 for sure so uh check out our show notes uh make sure you like NAE on uh Facebook and Instagram and Twitter uh like here by the owl podcast and if you have a future topic idea or you want to be a guest, uh, please reach out to us on social media. We would love to have you. Thank you so much, Elisa, for being here today. We really appreciate it. Thank you both. Um, you two are rock star ag teachers, so it's always good to sit down and, and chat with um, great teachers. So you filled my cup today. So I appreciate it. Thank you. That.